Well, it looks like we're streaming and dreaming right now, ladies and gentlemen. Let me share a screen. If I learned how to do that first, I'd be a pretty happy man right now. So let's go ahead and share it. What we're sharing, these are my questions, right? So you can see the questions. Like I said, I want to get this stuff out there, start interviewing and text reviewing some people and having fun. And that's what I do, and I'm going to do it. I'm, I am going to do it. So let's go here. I'm not even playing. Interview, text, review, guess wanted. And we're going to slam this down. We're going to do this for the next couple of days. We're going to do the, uh, going to get some professionals in here. So that's what we have. Those are the questions. What started you on your professional journey? What is your favorite part of being a professional? What are some things you wished you had known when you started out in your career? What keeps you inspired? And what is one important thing that people should know about you? Bam! Nailed those pipers. So I'm going to grab this stuff here and I'm going to put it on Twitch right now because I'm trolling now. I'm getting people. People want to interview me. I want to interview them. I want to reach out and touch the world. Let's go into Twitch. And here my Facebook gig is lighting up right now. So these are the questions. We can do interviews live or we can do text reviews. And I'll do either one. I don't mind if you don't mind. You know what I mean? So we're uh, getting the information into the chat. We're coming in live. I'm going to go here. I'm going to watch and we're going to put the text review stuff in. And then I'll go back and see what we were talking about. Edit. I have to click that first. We have the questions. Interview, text review, guest wanted. Run this out. People can self-promote if they'd like. And here we go. Here we go. We just put this thing on Twitch. I'm going to go live here. I'm going to go in and see what this one was all about. I don't remember what this one was all about. 19, 20 minutes of Zoom. Something with a Zoom. Okay. All right, I know what that one was. Let me go in here. That's the one that I forgot about. So I have the information. I go back into Twitch. Yeah. I think that's what we wanted. So there it is. Random conversations. We did the now site event at 3 p.m. We'll have more events. Interview, text review, guests are wanted now. And I want to make sure that I uh, have that done. So that's what we just did. We just completed that information. And people are contacting me now on Facebook randomly. Like I said, this is all random stuff. We're putting some things together. People are contacting me.
and I want to text review this guy. So We'll wait on this and see where this goes. Daily meetings. All right, we did that. So we're putting this stuff online. Oh, my numbers are going up. My numbers are going up significantly. This is a good thing. Fifty-four, $55. she is Okay, so I want to do this. So we're streaming right now, and we will continue to stream until people will interview and text interview with me. That's how I do it. So we're doing this. We're doing this. Let me see. We're going back here. I'm going to click on my link.
streaming live, random conversations. I'm going to go in and open a new link. And we have that going now. That's a live stream. So we have interview text review going live. And that's exactly what we want with the closed captions automatically generated by some of our streaming platform customers. So let me go ahead and join this one. Let me open this. See how it goes. the link and that's what we're going to do to move on with this guy I have to move on a little bit Like I said, man on a mission right now. I have a request to start doing interviews and text reviews, so I will. I should be able to download it. So we're doing some live interviews and text reviews and all that stuff. We're having fun. Let's see. 
And uh, that's what we need. So we'll, we'll do it. See if I can give this to her. Yeah, I'll go in here. Yeah, this is what I'll do. This is what I already know what I want to do now. Go to the interview and get this out to. Uh, there you go. Put this in here. Just to uh, my friend out in somewhere. Like I said, we'll be having an interaction in 32 minutes. 32 minutes, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we got going on. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and grab her. About four and a half. Four and a half. Let me see if I can download this one at all. I think I can. I think I can. Yes, I can. All right, it's been rendered. Well, that's even better. And I know where we can put this stuff. Go back up here, see if I got a notification. All right. Uh, Let me see what I can do in there. So she's a keeper. Message, message, feature, feature.
And I'm glad that we're alive and we're alive and thrive. So we will be having a brief intermission as I eat my dinner and have an interview text review opportunity with two individuals in about 26 minutes. But other than that, we'll be doing well. And I anticipate a lot of growth in the near future. So uh, this will happen. Let's see if we can uh, do this. See if we can work with some people and get some high quality content developed and delivered as we continue to stream seeking interview text review guests online and offline as I gmail many people as well. That's what we do and I'm going to go in and check and see if this has been put on LinkedIn. Let me see here if it's been put in at all. Uh, checking right now. No, it hasn't. So this is the perfect time to put some new postings in. Posting activity, I already did that. We'll go back to me. Have this information posted. Start a post. And I already know what I want to do. I already know what I want to do. Well, yes, I do. Uh, shoot me an email. I just shot this guy. You know, we're going to be very busy with pad verb real soon. Let me go and grab this. Going into my chat right now, going into what's about, what's really important. I'm going to take this information. And I don't even remember this guy's name anymore. Where am I going to put it? Where am I going to put this? Try to make a LinkedIn post. So there we go. We'll get that all cleaned up. Uh, start a post. Put it in. And uh, that'll be fun. Invitation. Career and people. And that works. That's the sandwich. We have the title, the content, and the hashtags. So that is, in fact, the sandwich right there. We uh, posted that information. And that's what we did. So we're, we're happy about that. We're good. Let me go in. Uh, let me go right click in here. Let me uh, type it in English. English, English, English. We'll take 15, but we never get 15. Making the room. So there it is. So we did that. We're going to go ahead and do this. See if I got a live Skype here. So he wants a referral link. I'm going to give him a referral link here. So we're going to do, uh, what are we going to do? Okay, let me go in here. 
Let me go here. Let me go to public profile. And he needs a referral link. I'm going to give him a referral link. There you go. Did that. It's done. See if we have this ready to go now. And I'm essentially sharing my screen right now because I want people to enter the meeting platform so that I can interview or text interview with them. And that's what I'm doing right now. Interviewing and text reviewing in the meeting platform, which is what I use as my streaming vehicle. And we're live right now. We are live. We're doing a lot of good things. I want to interview and text review guests. This will be my priority for the next couple of days. And I have two people watching me now on YouTube, which is a good thing because I want to get this information out. I have an agenda and I'm pushing it out to everyone. And I will be eating soon, but the stream will be maintained until I get cooperation from the world. We've already did this. New episode, quick upload. I don't need any of this right now. I want to do a, uh, see what I'm doing here. Yeah, I want to cross the threshold now. So that will also be shared. We'll share that information.
and we will be successful as a team. You see this? Link. Need this link. I'm not playing that game anymore with them. So, uh, Should we have on here? Talk radio. Block talk radio. Fifteen minutes. After people watching the big stream of things, I think I have some people on Facebook.
And I'm sharing my meeting, meeting room. If we do, we will be successful. So that's what we're doing right now. This stream will continue until I get people in for the text review. That's what we're doing. So I'm waiting on those people to uh, attend. No episodes, powers, none. I don't want to share that. This is getting very old. Okay, what do we stop sharing? Share screen. Window. Oh, I see what's happening. Chrome tab. Let's go to Chrome tab. I want to share that. How about that? Interview and text review participants or guests are needed. I prepared five questions which I ask each attendee or guest for uniformity purposes. Please invite, excite, and engage. Join us and invite others.
And uh, that's already been created. Episodes. Let me go ahead and uh, view the episode details and see if I can go ahead and I did it. Well, that's been done. Hey, Dr. Shensky, how are you? Nice to meet you. I can't hear you, but can you hear me? Very nice to meet you. Well, what we're going to do is uh, I want you to go to the Jack Bosma YouTube channel, and I want you to see the train wreck of stuff that I have going on. I'm looking for people to interview and text review. And all I want to do with you is take one of your events and live stream it with your permission. That would be great. Because I stream routinely to as many platforms as I want to. I use Meetin. So I can stream to 17 platforms, 18 platforms. It doesn't matter. I'm a free user for life. And that's what I use as my streaming medium. When you stream, you don't do live events, do you? Uh, not always. So you have events that you upload onto different platforms. Is that correct? I understand, but what I'm saying is, do you live stream? Yes, I do. So if I wanted to join a live event with you, I could do that? Yes. Okay, well then you're further along than 90% of the people I know. When would you like to have an event with me? Go to Jack Bosma YouTube channel. Go there right now because I'm live streaming right now. I'm live streaming right now. And I'm not identifying you. I'm not using your name. So we're safe. I'm not sharing this screen. But I want to promote and emphasize how important it is for us to live stream as much as we can. But what is your engagement rate? How many people watch your streams? Well, I've 
14 years, 16 and a half years. I started in 2007. So, but my and question is, my, I, my, my question is, Doc, is, is how many people are on your live streams? When you have a live stream event, how many people are on it? Okay. Now what I will say to you is anything that you have ever live streamed, I can get at a minimum double the viewers in most cases. And I don't know why that is. I don't understand that, that, uh, that number, why it happens that way. Well, you know, it's, it's what you've done is through social media, you've built up a following. I've sent a link in the Zoom chat. Please click on it if you want to interact with me on YouTube. You can. I'm streaming to YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, and that's it right now. Which one is this? Interview text you? You could just send me a text on YouTube if you'd like. I'm on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch right now. Yeah. And I I've know, sent yeah, the link. I've sent out. I've sent the YouTube link to you as oh, a Zoom okay. message. Okay. Are we all here? We're all here. Oh. And I'm live streaming right now as well, uh, Dr. Loomstein, no, so you no, can see Jack. that. stuff that you have that you have written and Jack has places where he can put this out mm -hmm. so Jack what do you need from the Vita Jack okay this is Dr. DeVita and I have already been discussing what I need and what I'm doing uh, uh, for her in the meantime. I'm actually going to stream what she's already published on LinkedIn. And I'll also stream anything that she's published on YouTube. Uh, she provides me with a comment so that I know where her channel is. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Um, a lot of the stuff that I've been, I've got several channels. Um, I use is my platform for for my websites because I could I could put my e-learning courses I could do my webinars I could do you know and live stream a lot of things through them and link it to either Facebook or YouTube so the channel I'll have to sit I'll have to get you the link to that channel and a lot of the things that I have are unpublished videos because they're they tie to my e-learning courses that are linked into my where I where my courses are sitting on Builderall. Yes. Now I've heard of Builderall, and one of the things that I want to say, uh, and what I'm realizing, and I actually realized this today or within the last couple of days, 
See, I prefer to stream to one platform and be done with it because in reality, that's where we can build a very large audience and then it's easier to navigate. But what I'm realizing in this world as I go down my journey and continue learning is each and every platform has a different audience. So now that I recognize that, I, in fact, have to be streaming to more platforms, not less. Because where I may get a residual or a very minimal interaction on platform A, on platform B with the exact same content, I may have 10 times the interaction. So that's what I'm doing. And because I'm using Meetin as a platform, and Dr. Harvey is very familiar with Meetin, Dr. DeVita, we are able to reach a very large audience in comparison to what we used to do as long as I have a stream URL and a stream key to provide. So that's that's good. What I've been doing is using StreamYard the last few months and doing some video podcasts. And they have, I stream them into my Facebook pages, into into my LinkedIn uh, page and into my YouTube channel. Right. Now, what I'm going to do for you as a courtesy, because I'm a bull in a china shop, you are very technologically advanced as well as I am for your age. And I appreciate that. I like that. It's refreshing to speak to someone who knows how to stream and who is familiar with using different platforms and podcasting. And and I welcome that. We can educate Dr. Harvey together. But the most important thing that I want from you, and this will be a very successful relationship because we're already communicating and we already have things out there. I'm going to put my email address in the chat on Zoom. And, And what I would like you to do for me is say, Jack, this is my YouTube channel. Take it all. Jack, this is my LinkedIn uh, events. Take it all. I don't mean take it all. You know, you decide and tell me the limits that I will have. And I will simply take all of the content that you have and restream it to my audiences. That's it. But as a courtesy to you... And it was all done through the phone. 
And now all you have to do is, you know, you can go on and you can go on the computer and you can directly link into them and do your podcast. Now, what I am going so, to do, uh, like I said, uh, this will be a brief interaction because first what I want to do is see what type of activity I get with the previously published content that you allow me to access. And, and then I will simply contact you on LinkedIn or by Gmail, and we will move on to the next phase. So I've already put my Gmail address into the Zoom meeting chat. You can copy it, etc. And we're already communicating on Gmail, I think. I know we're communicating on LinkedIn. So I'm very proud of that. And like I said, I'm going to take the invest in yourself. Uh, I know you have a presentation on LinkedIn, and I'm just simply going to stream that to my audience. Done. And then once you provide me with YouTube channel links and things and say, Jack, take this or this or this, or give me some type of a dialogue of what I can and cannot use, and actually, anything that's on your YouTube channel and Facebook channel, LinkedIn channel, etc., is already publicly available, so I can use all of it. It's already publicly yeah, available. That, that's that's what, and, and I and actually, how did I come to? I came to Streamyard because someone was interviewing me on their podcast, and then several other sites of things that they kind of linked to, to, to Streamyard to do certain promos. For presentations and, and uh, what was it, summits that were being done that I did speaking engagements for, and so and it became that you, if they've expanded, they okay, I must. I must excuse myself because I have to eat my dinner. I will eat very fast, and I'm coming right back here. Just give me about and ten minutes. Me, Sure. About 10 or 15 minutes. I'm not leaving the conversation, but I will be right back. I'll be back in about 10 or 15. Dr. Harvey, I apologize. I didn't want to cancel the meeting, but I have to eat my dinner. I understand. And I know that you're here. I know that you're here. So I will be right back.
it's almost time to go collect the Hanukkah lights here. Yes, it is. What is today? Day 76? Today's the fifth day. The fifth day. Tomorrow's the sixth day. I'm usually a day late and a dollar short. But I think I think Jack can, can help you. I mean, I, I think I'm going to make, I've got to go back and start making some videos that I've been putting off doing for a course. And I've got like 50 videos to do for that one because it's, it's it's part of my challenge, which is the seven days. And it's, it's like six, some of them have a lot more than six lessons to them. So I better get back and get that done this weekend. Um. Do you advertise that on on um, on eBay? I mean that on on, on uh, Alignable. Um, my yeah, I've been doing some promotions with them. Not as much as I because I really just set the the date for the challenge a, a few days ago, so I'm just starting to promote it. Um. How does the challenge work? Well, I've actually used the the um, challenge creator app where mm -hmm. they sign up for it and they can go on the app and participate and they get daily inspirations. They can do a dirty a, a daily journal. You collect points by answering certain. So it's a it's something where you it's more participatory as opposed to sitting in a live stream and, and just listening to someone because you can get it's like you to get a decent amount of people to come to a challenge in a live stream it's uh, it's finding the right time it's it's uh there's never a right time yeah that's it so this way through the app they can go with, go on it at any time day or night and participate And there's videos, and there's videos added to it uh, as part of the the challenge. And actually, what I did was it's it talks about self care because how do you take care of yourself and your mind, and all of that is very much a part of personal success. Talks about goal setting and setting smart goals. Uh, what what is the smart goal? Well, a smart goal is it's it's almost like you can you can look at you can set a goal, and it may take you a time a day you know a year to reach it. But how are you going to break it down so that you've got daily and weekly? activities where once you complete it you get a win along the way and you feel success along the way
person have to work with um I see what's I, I see smart goals. I, I understand that. Um Does that mean a person that does that mean you would have to work with a person or a person would have to work with you with a professional? It's it's as much as anything teaching you how to manage your time effectively and how to set goals in ways for you to reach goals and So do you offer individual sessions? Well, in it they can take part in the challenge and then from there if they want to they uh they can also sign up for a 15 minute complimentary coaching consultation and then if they want to go just to discuss what they got out of it and then beyond that they can decide whether or not they want to go in and take the e-learning course and and get more intense activities where they're learning how to actually apply the information. And I'm also putting together a ebook that will go along with it. And I want to do a masterclass and also offer an e-learn, what I want to say, an email course where they get daily emails with, uh, with courses to participate in. With lessons, yeah, you lessons, to get yeah. lessons. And then, how do you know that they completed the lesson? Well, then what I want them to do is they have to send it to me. Well, they can't. They can't get the first, the second one without completing the first. Yeah. So you probably have to hire somebody to set that up on your website, but it's doable. Um. I'm not sure if I have to be here for this. I wanted to, you, 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 you could understand where Jack gets a little overbearing. Mm -hmm. and, and so I wanted to make sure, I also told them I didn't want to do any kind of um, streaming so yeah, you were comfortable. It doesn't, yeah, to me it doesn't matter. But yeah, there's some people that, that don't get, don't know how to, to take part in it. And really don't like it. Well, I mean, the other thing is, is you want to know what the content is going to be before you start streaming, so you don't get caught someplace. Who did your background for you? I just added. I just uploaded a picture. You don't. You don't have a green screen, though, do you? No. I guess I should, but I'd have to buy one, and I just haven't done it. Not, not only do you have to buy it, you got to put it together. And I want to tell you something. I'm a fairly intelligent guy. My wife is a really intelligent woman. We had a hard time figuring out how to do it. So we got it up. And then it was probably bigger than. Yeah, it's 
you, it's like a it's, big round thing that you yeah. step back. Yeah, and, and it actually has to go right up against your chair. Because if you don't, then you drift in and out. Yeah, and if you notice, this is, I, I have to almost sit on top of the computer. Right. Or you can't see me. Yeah. Now, with, uh, uh, I find on Zoom, I don't have to be as close. But when I'm when I'm doing my live stream on StreamYard, I have to be up close. And if I move my hands or I do this, it it has like a, a shadow around it. Yeah, and that that's really why you um, it, 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 it's really why you want you want the green screen. Of course, you can also have a video filter. I like that one. Where do you get a video? Um, if you go into your Zoom settings, they're in there. I may have to go in the StreamYard to see if they have the filters. Or I'll contact them and see if they have it. I'm sure they do. Yeah, and then just kind of like figure figure out how to do that so that I don't have to worry about the shadows when I'm doing my videos and live streaming. Uh, you, you, you seem to have a good camera, and, and you've got your microphone. Yeah. So you may, you know, you could get a light. It takes the shadows away. They're not that expensive. You can buy them on, on Amazon. <clears throat> really cheaply. I mean, you know, $15, $18. Mm -hmm. And they're USB. So that would be um, another thing you could do. I mean, I think it's wonderful that you actually go through. Okay, I'm back. And, um, yeah, I think it's wonderful that you, that you do all of this yourself, Jack. I don't, uh, I don't know if there's a reason that I need to be here. Uh, Actually, Doctor Harvey, it is very important that you are here. It's probably more important that you're here than Doctor Davida and I. Do you know why? The reason why is because Dr. DeVita can use her approach to train you in what we actually do. Because she already understands what I do and I understand what she does. So you and I had the conversation and I wasn't successful. Please don't interrupt. I don't interrupt you. So when, when we had our conversations they weren't really successful. Maybe Dr. DeVita can use her approach and we can work something out that's very exciting and beneficial. That's all I'm saying, Dr. Harvey. Jack, I understand what you do clearly. If I didn't, I wouldn't have brought her to you, right? I must understand what you do. 
What I don't understand is when you move the 20,000 you know, pages a second, and then you get upset because I don't have the same, because I don't do this all day every day. So I haven't learned it, but I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll take you and I'll teach you how to read an EEG and we'll see how long it takes you to learn to do that. My response that's is... I, that's, that's where you and I come to differences, Jack. I believe me when I tell you, if there's one thing I know, it's what you do. Trust me. I got that down. I, I never assume what another person does. I never assume. I don't. Okay. And... And one of the things that I'm realizing, and this is a compliment to Dr. DeVita, I'm almost 60. The people that I'm working with are in their 70s. And, and but let me, let me put everything on an even keel. I am I sensing, I am sensing the frustration and the anger of the people that I'm working with not because of me, because of the new technology and how important it is to use it. As soon as Dr. DeVita told me she's been using this stuff for, I mean, 30 years, 40 years, what a, I mean, the sky just opened. I am so happy and so excited because what's happening is generations of people are no longer relevant they're simply not relevant. And the reason I say that is because they cannot communicate using the new platforms. So their voice isn't being heard. And by the same token, not only is their voice not being heard, but all of the work that they have done is essentially irrelevant. But the only way to keep it relevant is we have to keep it moving. Dr. DeVita has books on shelves. She has content on shelves. Thousands of pages of content sitting on shelves. If Dr. DeVita was able to take all of that content, and yourself included, Dr. Harvey, because I respect both of you, the content has to be kept moving. Because when it's moving, it's alive, it's breathing, it's being utilized. If all of the research and all of the work is sitting on a shelf collecting dust, not only does it do nothing for you, but it does nothing for humanity. And the other important thing that I want to bring up, and then I will let Dr. DeVita and yourself speak. You folks have a plethora of knowledge and skills and training. Let's get it out to the world and then we're done with it. Because young people want to connect with older people. That's why I use Twitch. But I also want to connect with younger people because younger people think it's pretty cool that I know the technology I do. And younger people think it's pretty cool that Dr. DeVita knows the same technology they do. And that's what will be the bridge. That's what will increase the communication. But 90% of the world does not understand that. And they don't have the ability to do it. But Dr. DeVita does, and I do. Well, you know, there's a lot of people that are 
this to someone and he looked at it and he said, you just described every generation in my family. I can go back because my mother always talked about her Uncle Barney. And what happened was when they came to this country, Uncle Barney, they all, you know, they settled in New York. They came through Ellis Island. And he was a janitor in the building they lived in. Then he went to work for a steel mill and he was willing to work for free until the owner was could afford to pay him. Then when the owner passed away, it was in his will that his children could not fire Uncle Barney. They had to let him work until he was ready to retire. He worked until he was in his 70s, and he actually, and he lived to be 99. He would winter in Florida and summer in, in New York. But he, how he died was he got up one morning, and he was a little plungered. And he got dressed. He that means confused, Jack. Yeah, but he, he decided that he, anyway, he fell down the steps at 99. Oh. And if you, that's one generation. Their children were the first generation born in this country. And many of them, to give back to the country, went to work in, for, you know, went into the military to fight World War II. And in what, and then their children were the baby boomer generation, and that's the first generation that if that went to work for the corporation and worked there, or rather the generation before, they went to work for the corporation and they worked their way up into management. They retired after 25 years and they got the gold watch. Then their children were the baby boomer generation followed the parents into the corporate world after, remember that was also in the 90s when the corporations started cutting, merging, and then right. cutting and, back and up upper management. Yeah, right. and middle management. And that was the beginning of the internet and the technology. And it was also the beginning of the dot-com era. You got, you got this stuff down. Yeah, well, and that's, that's what I try to teach people in career, you know, but that's also the generation that fear technology because they don't want to adapt to technology. What, the baby boomers? Somewhat, yeah, many of them, not all of them. Many of them. No, I, I, I think you're right. I, you know, I, I think there are a number of people that, and I'm not so sure it's the boomers as it's the end, it's the people that are in their 80s now. Yeah. And, and they were just at the end of that technology. And they don't have experience. Well, but we believe if you don't keep learning, you know, it, 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 was, it was funny. My, my, my son, he, um, he said, we had a little tip one time, and he said, you like learning. I don't like to learn. You what? You like it. And so now, he's a professor at SMU. Because what I said to him, as long as you keep learning, and you keep keeping up with what's going on, 
you always have something. So he's he's a social. He, he's a he teaches in the business school and he teaches um, a social media. But the thing is, you never stop learning every day. Technology is constantly changing. You're learning every day. Right, but there are a lot of people around who who don't see the world like that, and and they are the ones who show up and take take this job and shove it. Right, give me, you know, I I, I work my forty hours a week. Uh, you need more money. blankets. And it's gonna be bitter cold tonight. You're and, okay. You know, can I interrupt and say something now? Yeah. I deliberately disobeyed Dr. Harvey earlier. When Dr. Harvey said to me that I will not stream this content, this interaction, well, I had to eat dinner, correct? So I was gone for about 20 minutes. Because I ate my dinner, the stream was never turned off. So as a result of that, this conversation, even though I was asked by Dr. Harvey directly not to stream it, it is in fact still streaming. So that's an oversight on my part. However, what I will say is the Zoom screen is not shared. So the names other than Dr. Harvey and Dr. DeVita are the only names used and nothing else. So that's the good thing. But the, I'm glad that it happened for one reason only. Do you know how many people I have listening to this conversation? No. Fifty. 15 people and since we've been starting the numbers are going up people are not leaving and the average age of these people is probably 25 or less would they like to ask questions i can ask them i, I can go ahead and ask but okay. it's a bad thing to not respect your wishes, Dr. Harvey, because you asked me point blank, no, you will not record this. But as a result of eating dinner- uh, I didn't record, I said stream. Okay, stream. Well, I, I'm, I am streaming it. I am streaming it uh, because I, did, I never turned the stream off. But that's what I'm impressed with. I am impressed with the amount of people that are joining the stream and they're not leaving it. They're not leaving. So that just reinforces what I'm saying to Dr. DeVita and yourself. This is a live event. So as long as we have live events, the members, the membership or viewers will increase. When we take an interview that was previously aired live, and that's what it is, a previous event, the attendance doesn't go up on that. But if we restream a live event and make it live again, then we can continue to get viewers and interaction with people globally. 
That's why I asked Dr. David in the beginning of this conversation if I could simply restream all of her previously streamed content. Because even though it was created previously, it's a new event once it's streamed live again. So we can take the same event, continually restream it, and it's a new live event each time we and, do that. And Bink, what, what, what's happened is you made this a scheduled event, and you had it every Saturday at 5 o'clock Eastern time. Actually, Dr. Harvey, I did that on YouTube for a brief period of time, and I didn't notice an increase in the numbers. And the reason why is because I think when people are online, they want to learn something new. So they're looking for people like me that stream a lot. And then what they do is simply attend the event. But I could go back and ask my followers point blank if they would like to have scheduled events. I just haven't really well, noticed think, a difference. Jack, I think it's the content, buddy. on the content and if the content is good and it's meaningful um they'll come back i i can tell you that's from my experience i agree with you dr so, harvey but i'm a one-man band all of the content that i have released previously i'm enjoying working on the different platforms and i have a very limited number of interactive viewers but I'm a one-man band. Now Dr. DeVita is coming in saying, okay, Jack, you can restream my content. I have her support. I've known you for a long time. We've done the Dr. Harvey and Jack show five episodes. And, and Jack, I'm ready. I'm ready today, tomorrow. Well, not tomorrow when the Cowboys game is on, but any other time. And I told you, we go back into the Dr. Harvey and Jack show Just remember, you can't get me on the 31st because Georgia's playing in the championship. Yeah, that. This is important. I'm not a pro football, but I don't watch college, and it's usually Georgia. I don't don't watch pro football either unless the Cowboys are in contention. If they lose tomorrow, we're out. Oh, no, no, they actually, they actually do have a place in the playoffs, even though they lost last week. So, we'll see. I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm not a devout pro football player, uh, a pro football uh, follower. I follow hockey, and I follow baseball, but uh, not, not uh, football and basketball. I would like well, both I of you to I take a look at the Zoom chat questions. Oops. And I mm-hmm. think for the Braves. You work for the Braves? Yeah. I was the, an usher. Until, until they started, you know, when they get drunk, the attendees get nasty. And I didn't feel like it, I was only making $5 an hour. And I said, nope, I ain't putting up with this for five days. You know, it wasn't worth it. But yeah, I've worked. I've I've done things like that uh, to have an, an income. Um, you know, you know what what we learned.
used to travel around the country, um, both teaching and going and going to the, the, the back then they were called seminars. We didn't have webinars. No, everything was a then. seminar, and you, right. and you had you had these seminar companies that you right. had to go and you had to audition for. And this is the and I've talked about it because it shows you. And this is the industry I know just how it's changed because 30, 40 years ago when I entered the field, you went to work for seminar companies. And if you figured out that you got $250 for the day mm -hmm. and you start basically had to be up and in the room by seven o'clock in the morning to test out and make sure everything was set up, then it ended at five o'clock, then you and you had, and how you made your money was you, you had to be able to sell from the podium back to the room stuff, and you got a percentage off of it. That's how you got your extra money. Right by selling stuff. Yeah, and and that was then. Today, I can do the same thing, which is what I'm doing, using a YouTube channel using my platform and creating my e-learning courses and doing my podcast. That's how technology has changed how the business is done and it's made it more of an equal playing field for someone like me. Yeah. Who doesn't I, get, I got I got hired by a company. Um I, I I, I was one of the few people in this country that was an expert on head injuries. And and again, they finally caught up with me that that if you get a head injury, what you see at the end of six months is go home and vegetate. And I rehabilitated. But when I went and did the seminars, I didn't have anything to sell. And they didn't like that. Well, why didn't I have anything to sell? Because I was an expert witness. And when you write stuff down, that's how the other side, whatever that is, that's how they get you. Because there's always going to be something there that they can, you know, well, doctor, what do you think about this now? Well, I don't think the same thing. Well, doctor, how do you know you're not going to be wrong 10 years from now? It's a trap. And the way they get you by things that you write, and, and so you always have to be aware of that. Yeah, I was in the, in I the was thinking asking, business. You have yeah, to have a lookout. Right. I I was thinking. I I was. Uh, I remember I was on the witness stand and said, "Well, Doctor Lindstein, do you ever make mistakes?" And I'm like, well, "I do sometimes, but not in this case." And then he turned and walked away. But that, but but again, you have to know that those are the the questions that are coming, and and so when you write something, you have to sit and think, okay, how is this? How is the person going to use this? How how what what am I what am I getting across, and how will they attack me? Right, and so that's why I never wrote books. I wrote some articles that got published. And they were pretty nondescript, but I but I never wrote a book. I could write a book now. It's 
doesn't make any difference now. And 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 I have a partner, and we're and we're doing that. We're we're trying to talk about uh, uh, electric uh, electric medicine, energy medicine. Uh, the law of acceptance, which you and I were talking about this afternoon. Yeah, the law of attraction. The law of attraction. Yeah, and 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 you put and you put that down as, as I'm okay, you're okay. I I'm gonna have to go back and read that. Oh yeah, yeah. I I yeah, think it's, it's I'm okay, you're okay. I'm not okay, you're okay. Right. I'm, Those are the I'm they not, call back. I'm okay, you're not okay, and I'm not okay, you're not okay. Right. That's the okay corral. That's that's what that was, and they and and they all used it. To, to to look at uh, choices. Um, and then you said there was another book. Did, did, did you ever read Albert Ellis's book? The ABA, he wrote a lot of books. But he was another guy up in New York. You know about Jacob Marino. Um, I... I but Albert Ellis was a PhD psychologist. Um, cursed more than me. But he, he, he said the ABCs of behavior um, and, and a lot of these guys were, were taking basic psycho, psychoanalytic they were taking basic psychoanalytic principles, but psychoanalytic with a small p, not a big p, which is anybody other than Freud. And and they would apply that to behavior. Um, I was telling you I was I was working on a on a uh, on an article now, what I was doing this afternoon until I got sidetracked here. Um, social exchange theory. Social exchange theory comes out of sociology. And if you go to social work school, which I did, you 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 learn both the sociology theories and the psychology theories. And it's and it's interesting that at certain schools they teach certain things. Each school teaches it slightly different. Well, at Washington University, where I went to school, um, the psychology department was psychoanalytic right down the road. Freudian, Carl Jung. Yeah, but that's about as well, yeah, that's about as far as huh? Carl Jung has the one that says, "I am not what is it? I am not what I." I'm not what I appear to be. No, I am not what what I, what I, I forget, but it's what I choose to become. Right. Uh, uh, well, young young, he was a little strange, and he was raised by his grandfather, and and that's because his father used to talk to his dead mother. But he was very brilliant. I mean, he he actually laid the groundwork for phenomenology 
And that's something to use when you deal with seriously disturbed people. Um, well, if you look at what Freud said. Uh, what? About, you know, it's like he's the father of psychoanalysis. And he was the, the one, you know, the, what is your dream state? And where does it all come from? And where does the end, the ego, and the super ego all work together? Right, except the, except the diseases when they don't. Um, yeah. Now, one of the right th questions I have right now, and this is the only thing that I want to impart upon both of you. I find this conversation to be very interesting, but there's one piece that's missing. And this is what I do very differently than everyone else. Everyone. So you can analyze me if you'd like. You're both doctors. I think that the most important component of any interaction is not listening to people talk. It's listening to people talk for 15 minutes and then giving the audience 45 minutes the opportunity to address what was talked about for 15 minutes. See, I'm big, and I didn't say this. I've said this to Dr. Loomstein several times, but not to you, Dr. Uh, Shensky. I'm a believer of communication, support, and receiver message back to the sender. Because it's nice to know what Freud, Freud thought and what Ellis thought and what all these other people thought. But what's really cool is when the person next to me can tell me what they think. I find that to be more valuable than Freud and Ellis and Loomstein and Shensky and Bosma or anybody else. Jeff, we're not using last names, remember? Well, and, and here's, here's the thing. If you look at, I, I actually have a course on communication, and communication is not just what you say. It's your body language. It's your listening skills. And I think I put that on a video and so on. And some people don't even want to believe that that's all incorporated in communication. Because you could, you could be talking to someone and saying one thing, and your physical movements and the way you stand or the way you push your hands can totally be saying something different. But here is a fundamental question that I have for you both. And you're both highly educated. Both of you are familiar with Zoom, correct? Yeah. Both of you have been to numerous Zoom webinars, seminars, whatever we want to call. I'm assuming, Dr. Shensky, you've also you've also um, hosted many Zoom webinars, correct? Yeah. What do you do when you're done with your webinar? You close the Zoom meeting. Well, you, you keep the record. When I use Zoom with my clients, I would record it so that they would have a copy of what we discussed and make that part of the, what they paid for when they got the coaching. No, but what I'm saying is that's correct. But if you had webinars with more than one attendee, like a public service or a course or something, so maybe you were providing information and 20 or 30 people were attending, the 
first thing that everyone that I've ever been on a Zoom webinar with does, when they're done presenting, they will ask the audience if they have any questions. And if they don't, they close the Zoom meeting. So what happens is the meeting is over, just like Dr. Uh, Dr. Harvey owns this meeting. When the meeting is over, he will immediately close it. So even if you and I want to network and learn more about each other, we can't. What I do with every Zoom meeting that I have, if people want to stay, I simply make the person that's been at the meeting the longest the host, and the meeting will continue. But 90% of people who use Zoom will simply close the meeting once they're done. So it's all about them. They're having an event, they're communicating, well, that, and they close that, it. That may not be an accurate assumption, Jack. There are not many people who can walk into a room with 60 people, give a topic, and then take questions about what they said. For a variety of reasons, they can't do that. And and so their way is, this is over, let me get out of here. And actually, when I do meetings, I'm usually tired by the time things over, like I am right now. But when we have little groups, if people want to stay, well, then we open up rooms and they can go in there. You know, you, you don't have to, you can, I don't know how Zoom does this. I'm going to have to find out uh, about how they, how you can keep it going. But yeah, I mean, I can, I can click off. Right. And, and I can make uh, you, Jack, I can make you the co-presenter and I can leave. That's correct. That is exactly what I'm stating. Most people okay. who are a host do not do that. They simply will present. They will ask if anybody has any questions. If nobody has any, they close the meeting. It's closed. It's done. And Jack, I, I want to tell you why people do that. I don't know why everybody does it. But I know why in my field, um, it takes a certain kind of person to walk up to the podium when you've got two or three hundred people out there and start talking. It takes another kind of person when you've got two or three hundred people out there to open up the room for questions. Because what you'd really like to do is instead of having the interaction between the participant and the doctor, they have the participant between between the the um the attendees. Are you, that, that is fraught with unbelievable danger. Are you familiar with the W. Beck Summit? Well, was, that, was, that, that, was that the guy with the depression inventory? No, this was W. It's the Worldwide Business Executive Summit. And they would bring on, and they would have sessions for four weeks that you could sign up for that were free initially to get you to sign up to come back to their paid programs. But what they were doing was they would bring in Goldsmith, uh, Dottie 
a whole bunch of them. They change, but now, and they've recently been bought out by the coaching coach a, a different. What happened? Well, what happened was the original the person who originally started started WBEX got out of it and hired someone else to be the executive director, and then he eventually sold it out to a coaching company. And so now they sponsor, and usually it's held between May and June, and then throughout the year if you sign up for the paid training. Yeah, and I, I mean, I mean, Jack, I, I, I agree with you. The, the group that we have on Thursday and on Wednesday nights, that whole thing is interaction with six of us. I understand what you want, but you've got to have a structure, and you've got to have rules, and you got to have the availability to um, to to manage that. And and the problem is when you get an audience out there, and you don't know who's in the audience, you ain't got a clue. Then you don't know who's going to be coming in and asking you questions. You don't know what kinds of questions. And that's one of the problems Lineable had when they were doing Zoom. And I'm sorry, one of the problems Zoom's had, because they would steal, they would hijack the median and come in and cause a lot of problems. And that's why Zoom changed its security protocols. And it's very difficult to do that now. I mean, I understand what you want to do, but, but, you know, experience says that can lead I'll to be very right bad outcomes. Well, I'm, I'm going to go because it's five o'clock here and you got to go light your candles. But Jack, I'm, I'm glad we're able to do this. I'm glad you're able to get to, to do something um, with the Vita. I think she's a very smart woman. I'm going to send you a couple of things that you can read and maybe put out. I don't have any objection to that because what I've learned is that no matter how Western medicine finally caught up to me in, 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 in 2020, but they're still not doing it right. Um, are you there? Yes, I am. And all okay. I all I want to say is is a very brief statement is let's keep the content alive. Let's keep it circulating. Let's get a discussion going on it. I'm an avid blogger. Do I know how to blog? No. But I put information on Medium. I put it on WordPress. I put it on Substack because well, I know, want you, to keep the content moving. You've got all you've got all of these um platforms and there are people who come on to the platforms i'm on and they come on at two or three o'clock in the morning because they're interested in the content so what you might want to do is try posting the content that you're going to have at a certain time and see who shows up and and then you know i, I i'm just telling you jack it is not a good idea to get people 
two people talking and then opening it up to questions and you don't know the person who's asking the questions or how they got in. It's, it's, it's very, very dangerous to do that. Not as dangerous as if you're face to face because you can always cut them off. But you still have to be careful. There are a lot of crazy people out there in the world. I know that for a fact. All right, you guys. But one of the things I just want to say. I just want to say one thing in response to that, Dr. Harvey. You are correct. But what I'm realizing is each and every one of those people that have been adversarial to me in the beginning, you know, or, or that I would question their their uh, motives and everything else. After I've offlined with them and welcome them back and continually welcome back because I know I'm doing the right thing in my mind. So I now essentially have spammers and scammers on my team that are creating content. Their behavior has just been channeled in a new direction. They're still impulsive. They're still brash. They still don't really have a personality. But what they're doing with that impulsive, compulsive behavior is they're creating content that's valuable. So they're still spammers and they're still scammers, well, Jeff, but man, they're being you're productive. My, you're, you're missing my point, Jack. I think what you're doing is good. And I think you can take the average person out there and do it. But when you start coming across people like me and Dr. Pinto, we have other things to think about than just getting content out. And again, I told you, remember, including but not limited to, you should, you knew, or you should have known. That's the whole deal. Davida, thank you, dear. Have a happy, happy Hanukkah. Thank you, you too. Jack, I will talk to you later. I'm looking forward to it, and nice meeting you, Dr. Davida. Bye. Bye. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for being a part of a highly interactive event and an event that I welcome further discussion on because it's appropriate and needed and necessary. Conversations must continue because as a result, we obtain knowledge and understanding, key ingredients in promoting global issues and interactions. Invite, excite, and engage. Thank you.